Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We have a special episode for you today. We have Jan Presley on the show. She is Ryan Presley's mother, the closer of the Houston Astros. But before we bring him on, let's talk. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, Jan. Thanks for taking time out of your day to spend some time to talk with us for a little bit. Talk about the Strohs, maybe a little bit about your son. Really appreciate you spending some time with us, ma'am. Thank you. All right. All right, so let's talk about this. So I went to a game the other day at the Hooks game, right? I, I just wanted to get into this because I've never really watched professional sports knowing someone that's actually in the game. And so as a mother, talk about how stressful it is to watch your son pitch at this level and also with him being a closer. Well, I can tell you that my hardwoods have a path in them from pacing back and forth. And, you know, uh, it's, it's stressful. Um, sometimes, um, I've been known to uh, down an entire bottle of red wine watching my son pitch. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, it is. It's a little bit stressful just because I, you know, I care about what's going through his head. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, I just have to calm myself down and, you know, trust his stuff. And uh you know, let him do his work. Uh, Ma'am, the one question I got, I, I'm, I'm really curious about, um, I, I noticed you're very active on socials. And what what is that, what is that like for you? I mean, I obviously, you know, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. But, you know, I think a lot of family members tend to kind of shy away from being socially engaged. And I know myself and I, 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 don't want to speak for Rob, but I, I assume Rob feels the same way. Really appreciate you being candid, open, and honest on the socials and, you know, conversing with the fans. But I just, I'm just curious, you know, why I guess you do it. And, and uh, I guess, has it, has it, has it been okay? Has it been good? Is it something that, you know, we're going to continue to see you like on Twitter and things like that? Yeah, I love it. You know, I uh, really enjoy visiting with fans. You know, they they love Ryan and they support him and I'm all for it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love those guys. Um, they seem to like me pretty well and uh, we get along great. I want them to know that, you know, I'm I'm one of them. You know, I go through the emotions just like they do. And, uh, you know, so we seem to connect. And uh, I just, I really love it. As long as, you know, they'll have me, then, you know, I'm going to be there. They always ask questions and I'm always happy to answer them. And they, uh, you know, they say, how do you handle the stress? And I said, well, you know, is well as a parent can you know in stressful situations so it's been good i enjoy it yeah it's got to be pretty stressful so yesterday i went to go watch rhett coba pitch and he's a, a the son of one of my friends and i've never really seen anyone that i know pitch and 
he threw a ball in the dirt and you know they're on the road and and the loudspeaker was like wild thing you know and then he did it again and it was wild thing and i'm like man that must be stressful do you did does ryan ever talk to you about anything about like when he's struggling and he's on the road does, or do they hear anything you know uh ryan is not on social media thankfully and um you know i hear it from the fans you know when that happens but you know, it is what it is. No one's perfect. Um, you know, they're going to struggle at times. They're going to have, you know, bad days. They're just not going to have their stuff. And, you know, you just have to be supportive. Um, I don't talk to Ryan during the season just because <laughs> I think it, <laughs> you know, he's in the zone. He's in the zone. Yeah. And Probably I'm the last person, you know, that he wants to hear from, you know, every once in a while I'll send, if he's had a good game, you know, I'll send him a thumbs up or if he's had a bad outing, I don't text him. So, you know, it's uh, because he internalizes things just like everybody else does. So I just, uh, you know, play, play along with him. <laughs> so I wanted to add something before Tom asks the next question. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here with another parent of a professional baseball player. And, you know, right now I think Luke was having a little struggle with his hitting. And, uh, it, it made me think of that because he was like, you know what? He was like, dad, don't talk to me about hitting. I don't want to talk about it. And yeah. so it's, it's kind of like, it's the same thing with you. you I don't really, really talk about anything about his, uh, performance or anything. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you know they know what they're doing, and if they're if they're struggling, then they just need to gather themselves and uh, just you know um, figure it out, and they'll figure it out. It'll come. So, Jan, I know you talked about the uh, the path that you have walked, you know, between all the uh, all the trees and in, in the yard or whatever, and I'm wondering what's it like. Oh, obviously it, it's your, it's your, your, your comfort zone, right? What's it yeah. like being in the ballpark for you? Is it, is it more, is it less? Are you just, you know, kind of happy to be there? Um, I talked to me a little bit about that. And then I guess a, a follow-up question too, is like, did you know early on uh, that you were going to be a baseball mom? Was, was, was he into any other sports? Um, if you can, I mean, obviously if that's not something you want to discuss, I understand, but was like, baseball mom always a thing was was it was it something else you know um ryan went to a real small private school you know uh coming up and um it was nobody gave him a chance you know they just said you're you're never gonna you know because you you won't get noticed going to a small private school and uh for 11 and a half years he was there and then he uh decided the spring semester of his senior year, he wanted to go to the big 5A school. And, uh, you know, from that point, he started getting noticed. And I thought, wow, this is, uh, this is pretty interesting. And uh, he, we hooked him up with a guy, uh, his name is Dave Acton with the Arlington A's. And they produced quite a few people out of their organization that have gone on to play professionally. And so at that point, and Ryan went on to the uh, area code, 
he really started getting noticed. And that's when, you know, the scouts started asking questions and, you know, wanting to know if Ryan was serious about uh, going into the major leagues. And, you know, we left it up to Ryan. You know, we, we really wanted him to go to college, but uh, I'm an Arkansas alum and, you know, he, uh, we went up there for a tournament and, you know, Texas Tech, but, uh, you know, he said, I, I may never get this chance again. So he decided to go pro and, you know, things just went crazy after that. And of course I've been, you know, jacked up ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a fun ride for him and for my husband who is no longer here, but uh, my husband and I, so it's been, it's been great. Um, yeah, I do a lot of pacing outside and it seems like every time I leave to go do something, um, the Astros do something great. So I don't know if there's something going on there, you know, a grand slam or a home run, something, you know, but it's, uh, it's been fun. So how do you handle the, you know, you pace, Tom asked like about you pacing while you're watching it at home. What, what do you do at the ballpark? You're, you're stuck in the seat. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I, I typically sit in the family section and um, I enjoy visiting with all those folks. But, you know, I'm still a baseball mom and um, I have a tendency to stand up, you know, in the middle of the aisle and, you know, come on, come on. You know, I'm 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 active in my speaking to the players and things like that, where, you know, most of the time the other folks are visiting and, you know, enjoying the game somewhat, but um, I'm there to watch. I'm there to watch my son and, you know, it's, uh, I enjoy it. I really do. It's, um, I love being there. I love connecting with the fans. Um, but I really like watching it from home. So nobody sees how ridiculously stupid I act when, you know, things are either going good or they're not going good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I, uh, after the world series, uh, the local ABC affiliate called me up and said, we'd like to do an interview with you at your house. And I said, I don't have a voice. I don't have a voice. I have screamed it all away. <laughs> I had to, I, I just looked at this guy and I said, so anyway, it worked out. It worked out fine, but you know, that's the way I am. So usually, you know, you, you were talking about earlier, you know, you're on social media interacting with, with uh, other fans. How do you take it? Like when Ryan has a really bad day and they're like, DFA this guy, get rid of this guy. And even like when they talk bad about the other players on the Astros, like, how does that make you feel? You know, the claws come out the claws. I, I don't, um, I don't let it rip like some people have not been known to do, but I let them know that it's not appropriate. And, uh, you know, uh, no one's perfect. And uh, I remember responding to this one guy of, you know, show me your absolute perfect record at your workplace, you know, because no one has that. No one's perfect. And, um, you know, it kind of, I deal with it. 
I deal with it, but it makes me angry because these guys are working their tails off and, uh, you know, they're giving it all they have. They know they have a job to do and uh, they do the best they can. So I'll let them know. I'll let them know. Don't stop it. Don't be ugly. <laughs> Ma'am, I totally agree. I, I feel like I have that same conversation from time to time with some of my coworkers when they, they want to, you know, get, get into it with some of the, not, not so much get into it with the players, but, but in discussions talking about, you know, player yeah. struggles and stuff like that. Totally understand. Uh, I guess my next question is, did you ever get a chance to make it up to Minnesota and target field? And how would the two stadiums compare for you? Um, I, I try to get around to other stadiums. I'm not as traveled as Rob, but I am kind of curious uh, what you thought of target field. Yeah, it's a beautiful field. It's uh always interesting to me however that because of the weather they chose to have an open field and so um, even though it's very pretty and they've got um, heating uh, underneath the field you know for the snow to melt off and that type of thing um, it still doesn't draw a lot of fans in the spring and Ryan used to call them fair weather fans, you know, because they would only come out when it was nice and, you know, but beyond that, it was, um, I think a little bit of a struggle for the pitchers, because if you can imagine trying to throw a game in 28 degree weather, it's, uh, it's not fun. And uh, in my personal opinion, I think it's dangerous for arms. And uh, I just, you know, but but the twins, you know, they loved Ryan. He did a good job for them. And um, so the times that I went, I I enjoyed being there. It's you know, it's a nice stadium. I love Minute Maid Park better, but you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Astros fan. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's all right. I think Minnesota played in the dome. I can't remember what it was called back when they used to make the world series and that, but, but if they made it now, it would be really cold in, in early November. But here's what I wanted to ask you. Ryan is a Texan, right? Y'all yep. grew up in Texas. He gets mm -hmm. drafted by the Red Sox. He goes to Minnesota in the rule five draft, and then he gets traded to Houston. He had to have been pumped up, right? All of you for him to be in Texas. Yeah, you know, I remember um, I was at work and Ryan called me up and said, you are not going to believe where I've been traded. And I said, if you're going back to Boston, do not ever talk to me again. <laughs> just, just don't even do it. He said, I'm going to Houston. So I was so pumped about it. I couldn't stand myself. I have to tell you this funny story because that was a Friday when Ryan called and told me that I said, I'll meet you down there. I want to come down there and see, you know, what's going on and everything. So I get up at eight o'clock in the morning. I rush down to Houston and I walk up to the stadium and I'm like, there are no cars here. It's 12 o'clock. There are no cars here. Where is everybody? So I walked up to the security and I said, um, where is everybody? And she said, well, the game doesn't start until seven. And I said, oh, 
okay, I thought today was Sunday. So I'm sitting in the parking lot and a small bar for six hours waiting for the game to start. I was that excited about getting down there, you know, and seeing Ryan potentially pitch, you know, in his first game with the Astros. So, you know, um, I, I, I'm just thrilled. Of course, Tom passed um, in 2013. So he's, you know, not able to see Ryan play with the Astros. Mm. So, but yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. I'm glad he's with the Astros. I've never been so excited for him ever. And yes, so he is Texan down to the boots. Yes. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> they were at the bowling event the other day and all the guys are all dressed up and Ryan's there in a, a shirt, cowboy boots, jeans, and a hat. He's, he's 100% Texan. Oh, he is 100%. But I kind of made him that way. I said, you know, you're a third generation and, uh, you know, wear it, own it. It's a fun, it's a fun place to be. So, yeah. So I guess my next question then Tell, tell, tell me, I guess, I, I think you said you're in Arkansas now. So what do you miss about Texas not being in Texas all the time? No, no, I, uh, I'm an Arkansas alum. Oh, okay. I, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I live about 30 miles North of Dallas. So okay. been, yeah, I, I lived in Fayetteville, uh, five years longer or five years more after I graduated. So, uh, couldn't wait to get back home. You know, Texas is, uh, Texas is my home. Absolutely. So what would you say about, I guess, I guess that kind of makes you kind of like from Dallas, what would you say uh, better cuisine here in Houston up there? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. That's where I was getting at earlier. I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. The food is amazing up here. Um, I've not had an opportunity to, um, eat at a lot of places in Houston. Typically, you know, if it's a seven o'clock game, then I'll leave here about one. And so I can get ahead of the traffic in Houston. And then I kind of, you know, just kind of chill until the game starts. Uh, but I hear from Astros fan UK that the food is amazing. So I must have to. That guy's everywhere. <laughs> he is everywhere, isn't he? He's the best. Uh, but he, you know, gave a shout out to all those great places around the ballpark and in Houston. So, you know, I would love to try those places. But up here, yeah, you know, it's uh, the area that I live in is very restaurant forward and um, just a lot of great places, just great Texas state places. Uh, there's a few seafood fun places. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot like Houston. All right. So this is a question I wanted to ask for Larry, who's also a, a sports, not a sports mom, but he's a sports dad, a baseball dad. He wants to know how much you've changed. If you can think of how much you've changed in the 10 years that Ryan's been in major league baseball. I think a lot, um, you know, I didn't really, understand the game of baseball and I didn't understand the the strategy and I I feel like I understand it a little bit more um you know I understand 
why he throws the pitches that he does when he's on the mound. And, uh, you know, I'm not here to say that I understand everything there is to know about baseball, but I just um, feel like I've learned something every single season. And I've learned a lot about Ryan every season. So, you know, it's uh, it's just something that I'm always going to be interested in, even when Ryan is no longer playing. I'm always going to still love it. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy that I understand it a little bit more instead of just sitting back and thinking, okay, well, what's going to happen next? And who's up to bat? And why they're in the position? that they're in, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, I feel like I've grown a lot in the last 10 years. So I know Ryan pitched the other day in a tie ball game in the ninth inning, and I didn't love that they used him because it wasn't a safe situation. Do you find yourself in a similar situation when you watch, or are you just whenever Dusty calls his number is whenever he calls his number? Well, you know, I'm concerned that um, they burned him and didn't have to. You know, but uh, Ryan is the mindset of whenever I'm called, I'm going to go, you know, uh, no matter what. So, uh, yeah, I just, you know, sometimes I shake my head, but that's not my call. You know, it's just not my call. Have you been I at the ballpark? I... Oh, I'm sorry. Have you been at the go. ballpark in a night game when they do the walkout with the Johnny Cash stuff? You know, I have missed it. I was hoping I know, right? Wow. Hoping I was down there for the uh, the uh, Ryan Presley ring giveaway. Yeah. So I, saw I was that. just hoping that, you know, he was going to be able to pitch and I'd be able to witness it. But yeah, bum me out big time. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. And people send me pictures and it always just amazes me that the fans love him that much you know to to respond to him walking out like that i'll see it someday <laughs> <laughs> so i gotta know since you since you discussed it how many how many rings did you have to acquire on your trip to minute Bay park i'm sure it was more than just the one right well um no you know i don't get down to the games as much as i would like to, uh, you know, Kat has babies now and, uh, you know, I love sitting with her and visiting and that type of thing. But, uh, no, I, uh, the only other ring that I have is, um, his, uh, all-star game ring. Mm. So yeah, you know, it's, I'd love to have more, but you know, I just don't get down there as much as I'd like to. The family wasn't trying to tell you to get a bunch of Ryan Presley rings. Um, I tried, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, of course. You know, they're ready for handout all the time, you know, so you give me a t-shirt, give me this, give me a Jersey, give me this, but, um, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's all good. You know, they know that I can't do a whole lot, but, um, yeah, we, uh, when the Rangers, when the Astros are playing here, uh, against the rangers uh ryan's agent has a suite at the um ballpark there and um so we rent it out uh or we go sit at the suite and all my family comes up you know to be able to watch ryan in person and 
you know, so that that part of it is fun, but they don't, again, they don't come down, you know, to the uh, ballpark as much as they'd like to either. So, yeah. Well, I definitely understand that it's not a short tour. I mean, you're definitely coming from Dallas to Houston. That's, that's a little bit of a haul. So I understand that. Um, what What is it like? being in Arlington, watching your son, or have you seen him pitch in Arlington, knowing that that whole place is waiting for him to fail? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think, well, I was thinking the last time he was there, he pitched. I think he did. Maybe I wasn't at that game, but yeah, it's, uh, it's brutal. It is. It's brutal. And, uh, you know, I just have to you know, kind of just hold myself and, you know, not say any curse words and, you know, that kind of thing. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard because he's my kid, you know, and I don't want people to be ugly and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I mean, you know, he's, he's always going to be my kid, you know, so I'm always going to defend him and stand up for him and all that, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's tough. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize that, these people are somebody's kids. They're somebody's brothers or somebody's husbands. It's, it's real. I mean, when you get on there and say stuff about them, like that's just imagine someone saying that about your children. Yeah. Yeah. And I've brought that up before. And uh, when things go south uh, with Ryan's pitching, but uh, you know, it's, it is what it is and um, it's not going to change. It's always going to be that way, you know, with fans and players, but you know, when Ryan does great, you know, they love him and then they forget about saying DFA him or, you know, <laughs> trade him or, you know, kick him out of the ballpark or something like that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of hard, but, you know, what do you do? You just, you just be as supportive as you can. Mm-hmm. Well, ma'am, I really appreciate you taking the time to come out and talk. I, I, I don't I don't have any other questions. I don't know if Rob has any other questions, but if not, then I, I would definitely, you know, any stories or anything like that, yeah. um, anything you would like to say, I mean, the floor would be yours. I do have one. Oh, there it is. Yeah, but I would also, I'd like to hear some stories, young Ryan Presley, but I want to know, you guys lived in the Dallas area. Be Oops. honest. Were you guys Rangers fans? Yes. <laughs> I knew it, but not anymore, right? Oh, not anymore, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we uh, we grew up Ranger fans, and, you know, Ryan was so into baseball, and, you know, he, he just, he loved watching them play. And uh, then once he got drafted, you know, it was like, see ya. So, you know, <laughs> it, and, you know, we, uh, yeah, we, I, yeah, we were, we were Rangers fans for quite a while. So, I mean, you do that in your hometown. Oh yeah. All right. Like Tom said, the floor is yours. Tell us some stories. We got some time left. Well, I don't know. Of any <laughs> great. I mean, there's a lot of them, but I, one, there's not really one that comes stands out in my mind. Hmm. Um, I've got a question. Was he always a pitcher? Did he play like second base or something like that? But he was, he was a better pitcher than he was anything else. Yes, he, well, he was utility 
player. And uh, so he was catcher and outfield and, you know, first base. Yeah, first base. So, yeah, he uh, he was utility. Wherever they told him to go, he went. He loved catching. That was fun. Uh, prior to that, he played football in high school. And, uh, you know, one story I have to tell is uh, the spring semester of his junior year, senior year, I can't remember, we had the discussion of he wanted to play football. And so I was standing on one side of the kitchen and Tom and Ryan were standing on the other side of the kitchen and Ryan said, well, I'm going to play football. And I said, nah, not so much. Mm -mm, I don't think so. I said, you're, you're being looked at for baseball and I don't think it's a good idea. And he said, but, but these are my guys, you know, this is my team. I, I, I have to. And my husband said, yeah, he's, he's going to play football. This is Texas football. Yeah, of course he's going to play. Well, you know, long about the, I don't know, I can't remember what quarter was. I don't think it was the last quarter. He got hit from the, from the side because he's wide receiver and there went the ACL. And uh, I remember Ryan giving an interview one time saying that my husband came down on the field when Ryan was injured and looked at Ryan and said, your mother is going to kill us. <laughs> so, and you know, Ryan admits now, he said she was right about everything. You know, I mean, he wanted to go on and play football, but he knew that his football career was pretty much over. Gotta listen to mama. You, you better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jan, like Tom said, we really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join us, talk about being a baseball mom and sharing a story about Ryan. We really enjoyed having you on today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me in any time at all. It's been my pleasure. All right. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc